Hey everyone, this is Jamie Schaefer and welcome to my podcast, um, Perfectly Imperfect. Um, If you're just joining us for the first time, welcome. If this is your ninth time, welcome back um, to episode nine. Um, You can follow this podcast at on Instagram at perfectly imperfect 221 and um, feel free to send me any prayer requests DM me with um, feedback or just what's going on in your life Um, I'd love to get to know you I'd love to pray for you Um, so just uh, DM me with any of those things so tonight I just feel like God has put this on my heart um, to share, and I want to be obedient to it. Um, I'm not being judgy. I'm not, um, it's a kind of a tough topic, I feel like. Um, And I want to talk about our kids. And this is not just for those of us who have kids, because um, you might be planning to have kids in the future. You could have nieces or nephews. Um, You could have grandchildren. Um, So this is for you too. um, Because what I'm going to talk about, I feel like we all have a, a hand in in some way. Um, So I believe very strongly in having our kids in church. And um, I remember when I was a kid and my parents insisting that we be in church. There were no activities on Sundays. Um, Like I couldn't cheer for football because the games were on Sundays when I was little. Um, My parents just really believed in um, not having activities on a Sunday. And I don't mean like zero activities. I mean any activity that was going to interfere with going to church. And I think that's where the football games lied, is that they were going to be either super close to cutting into church or during church. If the event ran late the night before, too bad. (laughs) Um, I remember in high school, um, I was in the color guard for our marching band. And I only did this for two years, you guys. Um, But there was a humongous band competition that was in Scranton, PA. And... It ran like super late into the night and then we had a huge trip home. So we didn't get home until like, I wanna say one o'clock in the morning and maybe even a little bit later than that. And it's not like you could just pop in and go home. You had to like unload. So it was a very late night. And I remember on the way home like, begging my parents to allow me to miss church because I knew, guys, they went to early service. 
okay? Like, we were at church at 8 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> um, and on this night, it was the same way, too. <laughs> we were there at 8 o'clock in the morning. Um, and no, we were there. We were in church. And guys, we didn't sit in the back of the church. No, 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 no. We sat like the second or third row back from the front and not like on a side. Okay. No, like front and center. So, um, just to let you know, I may have fallen asleep and front and center and yikes. My dad told me (laughs) that Pastor Paul was like watching me sleep during his sermon. (laughs) And so just to let you know, that never happened again. (laughs) Uh, That was really embarrassing. I was like, no way. And my dad's like, oh no, no. He definitely saw you sleeping. (laughs) But anyway, um, I was there. (laughs) I was there. So knowing the Lord was vital. And I'm really glad that I did because you know what? Um, It got me through extreme bullying in school. It got me through deaths in my family. It got me to do the right things in school and stay out of trouble. And um, so my mom also probably had a lot of hand in that as well because she told me that if she ever caught me smoking, drinking, doing drugs, that... She would follow me wherever I went, and that included school, and that included going into the bathroom, and that included going into the stall with me if she ever caught me doing that. And you guys, (laughs) she meant it, okay? Like when my mom said that something was going to happen, oh, it happened. So, um... That was also part of the situation, but I also believe that I didn't do any of those things. I was like a good girl because of my foundation in church. Um, It has helped me make decisions ever since. And if I didn't have this foundation, then I'm not really sure who I would be or where I would be today. Um, So now... I'm the parent. Um, My daughter has never known anything but going to church. Um, We have had sports on Sundays, but we dressed in the uniform and went to church. I think there were a couple times that she was not comfortable with doing that, but if she wanted to do the activity, then that was what had to happen. Um... We didn't miss a minute of church. In fact, there have been times when I've wanted to probably stay home. But church is the highlight of her week. I mean, it is for me too. (laughs) But she like insisted. She was like relentless. So we went. And I've always been glad that we did. She loves being there and she loves volunteering. And I really think that that's the answer in getting them to go to church is getting them involved in ways that they love. Um, Finding a church that gives them these opportunities. 
taking them to a church where their classmates from school go so that they know people and then they also have people in school who believe in the same things that they believe in. So I'm blessed because my daughter loves going. I know that I'm blessed. Okay. Um, I want to read Proverbs 22. So turn to Proverbs chapter 22, verse 6. I'll let you get there. Um, I wanted to read this a while back, but I apologize. I didn't, um, I didn't read it. This is our, this is our scripture that is like the basis of this podcast for today. Okay. So let's hope that you got there. Proverbs 22 and verse six, start a youth out on his way. Even when he grows old, he will not depart from it. Okay, so you see where I'm going with this. We got to start them off young. Okay, so that when they're old, they remember what they learned when they were young and they won't depart from it. So now I want to talk about the kids that don't want to go to church. So I remember the first time when I was younger, like, mm, gonna say middle school age, that I talked to a kid that I grew up with in church and how I hadn't seen him in church for quite some time. You guys, I grew up in like a smaller church. Um, I mean, it wasn't small when I was, anyway, it's, it was a little Methodist church and there weren't a lot of kids my age. So if there was a kid who you remember being around all the time, who wasn't there all of a sudden, you knew it. It wasn't like it was a humongous youth group. Okay. So, um, I just remember like saying to him like, Hey, where have you been? And, um, he said that he didn't want to come to church and his parents just let him stay at home. I was like, what? Like that can actually happen. Like that's a thing (laughs) because the expectation in my house was go to church. There was no other option. (laughs) Also, You are the parent. And if you say that they are going to church, then they are going to church. Like, guys, it's not always popular being the parent. Um, But that's what you are. So what you say goes. My parents use the theory, I am your parent and not your friend. Now you guys, that sounds really harsh, but what I'm telling you is that it didn't mean that I couldn't go to and tell them things. 
that were going on in my life. That's not what that meant, but they were not going to be my best friend. Okay. They were not in a popularity contest. They were raising a person. They were running a household. Basically, they were the managers of the household. Okay. And they were not my friends. They had to be this way so that we would know the difference between right and wrong. And sometimes the decision to go to church and not be able to stay home was an argument, but it was one that I knew that I would never win. Like when I sat in the back seat of our vehicle coming home from that very late band competition, guys, like I knew that I would be sitting front and center in the second or third row of the church at eight o'clock in the morning. Like that was happening. (laughs) Okay. Because that was the expectation of my parents. I know you all think that's super early in the morning and it really is. And that was a very early wake up call to get ready for church. But my parents also believed in taking a nap after we went out for lunch. (laughs) So Sundays were nap days. Um, anyway, um, but yeah, they were not looking to be my best friend. They were looking at raising an individual. Okay. But I'm so glad for that now because it is the same expectation for my own daughter. And I'm hoping it will be the same expectation for her children too, Make them go. They will thank you someday for making them go. They really will. Um, They may stray, but they will come back. Like God will never let them stay away. He will continue to pursue them. And when you make them go, inevitably, His words will be written on their hearts. There's no way around it. They have to pick up something, you guys. Okay? But you have to make it a priority in your life, too. What I mean by it is going to church. That's what I mean by it. You have to be the example. You have to be seen talking with God and reading His words. You have to show them what he has done in your own life. Your children learn by watching you. Okay? Like, basically that 1980-something drug commercial with the dad who's, like, there and he's screaming at his kids for doing drugs. And the kid is, like, he's screaming at him, like, where did you learn how to do this stuff? Where did you learn this? And the kid finally screams back, I learned it from watching you. Guys, our children are watching us. They are watching what we're doing. Okay, like, doesn't have to be, I know we're not talking about drugs here. We're talking about Jesus. They're watching you. Are you reading his word? Are you praying? Are you worshiping? Are you going to church? 
They are watching you. Okay? I'm not saying this to be judgy. I'm saying this because it's reality. If you want church to, if you want God to be in your child's life, it has to be, and you want him to be their priority and you want them to love him like you love them, love him. You have to show them how. Okay. Not being judgy. Nobody's perfect, including yours truly. I'm not perfect. Trust me. I'm not perfect. Okay. And even in this subject, I'm not perfect, but I'm striving to be better and better and better. Okay. Actually, my child is probably more perfect at this than I am. I'm blessed. Like I've said. Mm -mm. But so your children learn by watching you. You have to set the bar. Don't make plans on Sunday during church. Be the first one up and ready to go. Make sure to leave Wednesday evenings open. Join a small group or go to prayer service. You have to make it a priority in order for them to make it a priority. This is not a time when you should use the do as I say and not as I do theory. You need to have them give it a try and not just once, but like a month or two. And maybe it's just at first taking them to youth group where they can, where it's way easier to make friends. And the evening is filled with like a lot of fun. Maybe that's where you need to start. And typically there's some small groups going on within that youth group evening. And they can be in smaller groups and get to know other people. Okay, might be that. And I'm telling you, it's not just trying it for one evening. It's trying it for like a a little while. You have to make them go. Okay. This is not a time, like I said, that you should use the do as I say and not as I do theory. Guys, if you're not going, why should they go? You um, see what opportunities there are in the church for them to volunteer and get involved. And pray, pray, and pray some more. Bathe the situation in prayer. I know that at some point it may get to be impossible and you may give in. Keep praying. You guys, they may not come back right away, but eventually they will. I've seen it happen. I've seen so many of my friends who, as adults, have returned to church including the friend from my old church. And now he comes to church and he brings his child too. He and his wife bring his bring their child too. So a lot of my friends who as adults have returned to church and a lot of times as I just said, it has been after they have had children of their own. 
they want their children to have the same foundation that only God can give them, a strong foundation. They were started out as a youth and have grown old and not departed, just like the verse said. Just like this verse, start a youth out on his way. Even when he grows old, he will not depart from it. Such a promise, like the prodigal son in Jesus's parable in the New Testament, whose father welcomed him back with open arms after he went out on his own and made wrong decisions. God welcomes these adults back who have decided to go out on their own with wide open arms. Keep praying. Keep hoping. Bathe it in prayer. It's so important these days that our children know that Jesus loves them because this world is messed up. (laughs) Guys, it is. It's just messed up and it's changing and it's changing rapidly. And the only thing that's not changing is Jesus and how much he loves you. There is a new song that Elevation Worship has released called Talking to Jesus, and it is written by Pastor Stephen Furtick and is about all the people in his life who were talking to Jesus in front of him and had him curious about what they were doing. The second verse was about his mom making him um, put on his good clothes on Sundays and Wednesdays and making him go to church. And the last verse is about him being an example for his own son and teaching him how to pray and talk to Jesus. We need to be the example. We need to tell our children our testimony about all of the things that Jesus has done for us. The good, the bad, and the ugly show them that we are not perfect and God loves us anyway. And that is how he will love them. They need to know. I urge you. um, It's a song that like has touched me to my core. So... Please go out and listen to it. Um, Like I said, it's by Elevation Worship and it's called Talking to Jesus. And it's amazing. It might even remind you of your own childhood. (laughs) Like it did. It really, honestly, it reminded me of mine. Um... You guys, I'm, like I said, in no way, shape, or form am I judging any parent who's struggling to get their child to go to church. I'm not judging you. I am urging you, though, to not give up, to continue to pray. Because Jesus is always going after. He's 
always leaving the 99 and going after the, the one that's missing. I promise you that. So, um, I just want to pray together for all of us, whether our kids are already going to church and are strong in the faith or they're not going and we need to pray for them so that they will have their hearts softened and changed. So let us pray. God, I pray for parents, future parents, aunts and uncles, grandparents, that we will be an example of you to our children. I pray that we can all have a strong will to make sure that our children are in church, even if they put up the fight. I pray that we can show them how to pray and listen for your will in their lives. I pray that even if they wander, that they will find their way back to you thanks to the firm foundation that they have received when they were young. We love you, Lord. Please keep our children safe from the evils of this world. Keep them, help them to do what is right. Help them to love everyone like you do. We pray all these things in your beautiful and wonderful and powerful name. Amen. Thanks again for listening. Until next time, be blessed.